0: Da, 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 da. for the one. Yes, that is what I call musical talent. Guys, what is up? And welcome to our first ever podcast. Um, just to introduce ourselves,
1: we are Nexus Point. We're a dance studio, and we're located in Moorhead, Kentucky. The mission behind this dance studio is to not only teach them dance, but also to teach them how to love themselves, how to love other people, and how to love Jesus most importantly. Um, With us, we have the competition dance team. They are going to be doing the podcast with us every week. Sometimes we'll have um, the whole team, which is five of them, and sometimes we'll only have like one or three people. It'll depend each week. Um, We're gonna introduce ourselves, we're their teachers, and then we're gonna introduce them.
0: Hello, my name is Alex. I am one of their coaches, and a fun fact about me is I'm really freakishly good at
1: animated cartoon voices. I'm Hallie Mack. A fun fact about me is that I randomly sing, especially during class.
2: My name is Allie, and I really like to do SFX makeup. My name is Emma
3: Grace, and I can touch my tongue to my nose.
4: My name's Addie, and I can pop my thumb out of socket. (laughs) so did you want to say who was absent
1: yes we have two members absent today and that is emma rose and maddie they may come next week it depends on everyone's schedules so this
4: podcast
0: we decided to start it because although they are a competition dance team it's more than just that because our studio is what she was saying focused on god and like we dance for him but not only that we want to reach out to the community um, last year, we had the privilege of reaching out to the community in person um, because, of course, last year COVID was not a thing. Um, we did things like March United, which was a thing that happened in um, Did you want, in, in Waverly, Ohio, and it was it's for families who are fighting with. Uh, addiction or they have a family member who's addicted. Um, And so we were able to go and we marched with them and we did a performance for them. Also uh, they got to be a part of a book that is actually now published. It's a devotional book and they all wrote their stories and they sent them in. But because COVID is going on this year, it's a little bit different. So we decided to start a podcast so we could reach out to the community um, in a different kind of way.
1: Yeah, and this podcast is called for the one because we wanted to reach out to the one person that needed to hear this. Um, we're gonna be super real with you guys. Um, me and Alex have our life experience, and we're gonna be bringing in other guests to um, answer everyone's questions. And the team is going to be asking us questions, and they're gonna be uh, talking about things that they're going, that's going on with them in their real life, in their school, in their families. And we're gonna be working through that with scripture and just with life experience in general. So this week's topic is about. self-care so why did you guys choose self-care for this week I just
3: think it's really important especially right now to take the time to work on your mental health and your anxiety and your stress because I feel like sometimes those things get put on the back burner and especially right now with COVID it needs to be talked about
4: I feel like it's even hard for me being a kid growing up in COVID you feel like there's all this pressure that you have to understand everything that's going on. And sometimes, bottom line is you don't understand what's happening. Did you want to
0: go over some of the scripture that we found that kind of goes along with the topics? Yes, that would be great. Okay, so. The Sabbath? That, you have the scripture. That's okay, so. Um, one thing that we wanted to talk about is a lot of people believe that it's selfish when they take care of themselves and they rest. Um like one of the phrases that we've heard is like, if you're so busy, um, why are you so busy? Like, what are you running away from? Like, you know, we need to take the time to really rest, but not just like rest for no reason, but um, rest in God, rest in His, um, just just rest in the fact that and know that He's
1: always in charge and that kind of thing. <laughs> Um, There's a scripture that goes along with that. It's talking about um, the Sabbath, which is the day of rest that um, God took when he made the seven days of creation. (laughs) I was trying to think of the word. During the seven days of creation, on the seventh day, he took a rest day, and that was the Sabbath day. Um, And some people think that that has to be on Sunday. But honestly, it's just your, your rest day, your seventh day, whatever that is. It could be Wednesday if that's your rest day. Um, but But the scripture scripture that we found for it is Genesis 2, um, (laughs) Genesis 2, (laughs) 2. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all of his work. So I think whenever you read that, it's sort of like, okay, if
0: God, literally the creator of all, can take a moment and rest... and and look and enjoy enjoy what he has created then we also need need to take our time and take our days to rest and also um, recharge recharge ourselves so that we're ready to go go help other people because we can't help other people if we're we're not taking care of ourselves. ourselves.
1: Yeah, Yeah. so So with you guys having school, having dance, having other sports, having family members, having to go go everywhere because you have siblings, how How do you guys um, struggle with that and how can you fix that? that?
3: I think that sometimes I forget that we're not built to be just like a work machine. We're meant to be human, we're meant to have hard days, but we're also meant to take time to recover from those hard days. And that's something that has t- taken me a really long time to understand, and it still is, because I don't like to admit whenever I'm tired or just need a second to just calm down about
4: something. So. I feel like it's hard. A lot of us are at home right now, learning at home. Some get to go back, but being at home with all this work and you're getting stressed out and you feel like you have to keep going, but you have to know you have to stop every once in a while just to breathe and be a human. You're not a work machine.
1: How can y'all fix that with your everyday lives? Like what can you do to take your moment to pause and not be a work machine?
3: I feel like I could definitely spend more time off my phone just meditating on something, I don't know, just reading scripture. Because I think recently, just because all the stuff that's been happening, it's been kind of distracting from what we should be looking at. It's been hard to concentrate on, like, the real main focus that we're all here for. And I think I just really need to take the time to remember that every day at some point.
4: I agree with that. Sometimes when I just really have had a hard day, stressed out, done a lot of schoolwork, I just turn off the lights in my room and I'll worship improv for a while until I feel like I'm back in my positive headspace that I can keep going. Do you want to explain
0: what worship improv is, Hallie? Yeah,
4: yeah
1: I can. can. Um, worship improv is something that, that, that I, um, feel I feel like I, I taught, like taught you guys. Did you guys do this before Are you used to met me or no? Uh, you do? First time exactly. we did kids. Oh, cool. So I learned it from my studio growing up and I ended up teaching it to them. Um, it's, uh, I like to call it dancing in tongues. Um, It's kind of like my way to connect with the Lord and I taught it to them because they also dance so they also connect to the Lord through that Um, because God should be the center of not just like our lives but also like our sports, our passions, our our interests, uh, our relationships, literally everything he should be the center of. Um, So So I connect with him by dancing because that's how, um, that's what what I love to do. So Um, I always, during class, we do it on like during contemporary, contemporary, we'll just do it randomly throughout the week. um, We turn off the lights, we we play worship music, music, and we we just kind of pray pray, and and we 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 dance, but we don't really move ourselves. ourselves. It's It's kind of like God is moving us like however he wants. It's like a conversation between us and him. Um, so, so, wow, I'm that's sure really cool that you did it at home. home. Yay.
3: Something <laughs> that kind of goes along with that, um, before, like, I would hear people say, when- whenever you're doing the things you love, do it for God. I never really fully, like, I knew what they were saying, but I never fully understood the meaning of that until we started doing things like worship improv, having come to Jesus parties. Just doing simple things like that, that you can do the things that you love but, but do it directly, directly for him and show him others his love through something you
4: were gifted with. I feel like when I'm worship improving, I'm just kind of talking to God in my own way. Nobody knows besides me and Him. I know He's always watching me, but sometimes it's good to know that He's there and that He's going to help me through it. I think
0: I think it it really is just like you find your own way to rest. You find your own thing that helps you feel. At like peaceful or you know relaxed, and it can it, some people might not be able to do that by by dancing. I <laughs> feel like some people who are listening to this might be like, "Are you kidding me? Like I cannot do that." But it's whatever. Like if you like writing songs, you can do it by writing songs. If you like making videos, there there's a mission I think behind everything we do. And just if if you find peace and rest, because. Rest doesn't, rest doesn't always just mean you're literally lying down and you're resting, resting. right? Sometimes it just means that we're, we're changing our mentality. Um, and so I just wanted to point that out.
1: Yeah, you can, whatever you love to do, that's just how you rest with God. Um, and like she said, you don't have to just be sitting there and resting. Um, this verse is from Mark 6. Um, it's verse 31. Um, I'm skipping a little bit ahead of it to like the end of the verse. Uh, it said, Jesus said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. That's really impactful because one, it's literally Jesus is telling you to get some rest. Um, but well, I, I think, think it's, it's really amazing to hear that and to read that, that because it's kind of like with what, what we do with worship, worship improv or, improv, or what, what other people can do with writing, drawing, um, listening to music in general, like anything like that. It's, it's kind of like whatever, whatever you, you find, find that like helps you, whether it, whether it is your passion, passion or if it's just something, something that you just, just like to do for fun, if you do that with the Lord, that is self-care, that is resting in him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and i don't know, and i don't, I don't think, think that, that
0: it's one of those things where it's like oh the sabbath because some people think that the sabbath, sabbath day is just sunday just whenever you go to church, church which i mean like it does do mean that, that, that but that doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that, that you, you don't have, have that time. time more than that you, you can, can have quiet have time, time with him every single day, day. and so i feel like people probably should try to do that because it helps set your day in the right in the right path i've been i've been working on reading my bible every single morning and it just really helps especially with everything going on right now with covid so um so another verse that i have it kind of goes more along so we're we're talking about the sabbath but also um there's the whole thing where it's not just about self-care i don't think it's just about the sabbath i mean i think it's super important but also self-care mentally and like with anxiety depression i feel like it's hard to overcome those things but if you set your mind to jesus it helps and so this verse i thought was really good it's matthew 11:28 through 30 it's the nlt version it says then jesus said come to me all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you let me teach you because i am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy to bear and the burden i give you is light which i thought was really good because Jesus is literally saying, if you look to me, the only burden that I have for you, burden, is light, which is goodness. Like, that's what, I, that's what I think whenever I read it. And I also think that if you can rest in the fact that Jesus is always in control, he's always going to be that light for you, I think that
1: really can help with sadness, anything going on in your life, like, i know mentally it's extremely hard to be going through junior high and high school and all of that stuff so do you guys struggle with caring for yourselves mentally or is there a way that you guys are um actively like doing self-care mentally or is that something that you guys are all like oh my gosh what do i do
4: um sometimes i feel like when i get so stressed out worship improv really does help but sometimes it's not enough and you just can't bring yourself to do anything. You're just so stressed out or you're scared or nervous. How do you really get out of that?
0: Are you asking like, yeah, the, oh, us or like anybody?
4: Okay. Oh, um, how do I get out of that? Okay,
0: so, so with some things I feel yeah. like you just, with like certain life circumstances, like for example, me, Well, and I'm going off of this first because I just felt like it, it, it helped my mind think about it more rationally I guess so, so for, for example, example one thing, thing that I was really hard for me, me um was, was when my grandma, grandma passed, passed away, away. But, but there was still something inside of me I guess where I just knew even though there was literally nothing I could do about that sadness nothing I could do could bring her back I still had that joy and that peace knowing that Jesus was in control so I sometimes sometimes I try to like I don't know how to put it like separate the two like I know that this is all crazy right here but I still have this mm-hmm. so even if I'm really anxious. Exa- like, anxious with all of the things that I have to do, Um, I still think to myself, okay, but
1: I still have this. Like, it's more of, like, I kind of have to remind myself. Yeah. I kind of – I have to do what, like, Emma Grace said. I put my phone away. I, like – it's not like I'm isolating myself because I'm not doing it for a long period of time. I do it just so I can take a moment to reevaluate what I'm thinking because social media is – terrible like it never has it sometimes it does but most of the time it's always negative things and it's negative thoughts and like it puts things in your head um so i have to take my phone away take my computer away just listen to worship music and like kind of sit there and like read the bible or listen to worship music or something to get my mind out of that and then i can go into other stuff to get my mind back does that make sense also um like what you said whenever i
0: read the bible like Pretty much it doesn't matter, well for me, it doesn't matter what part of the Bible you're reading, it's going to pertain to whatever is happening like in your life. So it's actually really reassuring sometimes if you're like so annoyed by something that's going on in the world and you're like, are you kidding me? Like, this is ridiculous. You'll read the Bible and it will literally tell you that that exact same situation. And there's something about it that's just sort of like, okay, validation, like I'm not crazy. Like the Bible says that this is gonna happen, so.
3: Back to what Hallie was kind of saying about social media, Um, I feel like a lot of people think that their happiness comes from likes, followers, all those different things, and that can really take a big toll on your mental Mm -hmm. health and your stress and your anxiety. And it's hard whenever you think you need to be like someone else, Mm
2: -hmm.
3: when you don't, because Um, I'm going to read the very end of this verse. It's Psalm 144, 15. This is the KJV version. It says, Happy is that people whose God is the Lord. When you know that God is your Father, that's where your happiness stems from. That is where your hope is. It doesn't come from all those worldly things that you're seeing every day, day day-to-day life. You just have to remember that that's where it stems. It does stem from God.
1: This verse is taking us into something that is um, not mentally um, self-care, but this is more of like a physical self-care. Because um, we talked about spiritual, we talked about mental, and now I'm going into physical. This verse is Ephesians 5:29. This is the NIV version. It says, After all, no one ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for their body, just as Christ does the church. I know firsthand, and especially being in dance, it's really hard for everyone at this table, um, but taking care of your body physically is extremely difficult. Um, not just with because you're in sports and you're also being an artistic dancer and having to um, strengthen and be flexible and do all of that, but also nourishing your body um, is extremely important and that's really hard to do um, in general when you're in sports because you have to fuel it the right way and you have to do all this stuff. But with dance, it's a lot of mental things go into that um, with eating disorders are huge in dance. Um, and I can speak firsthand. It happened to me, so I understand how hard it is to do self-care with physical um, things like your body. But Christ does want us to feed it because he feeds the church. He does all of these things. Do y'all, um, I'm not going to ask you guys if you struggle with that because that is very, very personal. But I am going to ask y'all if you have any um, either questions or advice on how to um go about being physically self-care to yourself, whether it's food, whether it's water, whether it's sleep, whether whatever it is, like if you guys have anything about that.
4: Um, At the studio, we have accountability partners where we just check up on each other every day to see if you've got enough sleep, if you drink enough water, or if you've eaten enough. And I think that's really helpful because sometimes you get so stressed out, like I have dance in a half an hour, I also have to finish this project. You don't find time to eat or drink or you're late up at night doing your homework or just on social media, you don't get enough sleep, but when you know that one person is worrying about you, sending you a message like, hey, make sure you get to bed on time or make sure you eat today, that just kind of keeps you on track making sure that you're taking care of yourself.
1: Come on. Yes, (laughs) ma'am.
0: So, like, going off of what you said, one of of my personal struggles is, okay, so it's – Kind of a weird twist. So it's important to take care of yourself. But sometimes I take care of myself for the wrong reasons. Does that make sense? So sometimes I'll take care of myself and I'll like go to the gym, I'll work out, I'll eat right. But it doesn't have, like, not going to lie, it doesn't have anything to do with taking care of myself. So, oh, I can treat my body like a temple. Like, it's this mental thing where I'm like, oh, I need to do this so I look better. So... I'm work. I'm currently working on switching that mentality. So, in I guess it's technically still a January, but I've been doing this thing, and it's like the Faith Fit Challenge. I don't know what it is, and it's where you I don't know what it's called, but it's where you like read the Bible and then you go and work out. So I'm trying to fix my because work because self care for the wrong reasons is is not good either, mm-hmm. and it can go with more than just. Exercise. It can be with like just whatever it is that you do. Like yeah. anything can turn into a sin if you do too much of it or for the wrong reasons or it doesn't have anything to do with God. And so for me, that's something that I personally really struggle with. I'm still working on it, honestly. So,
2: yeah. <clears throat> um, I know when I do makeup, I will only do it to get better. And to when I do my everyday makeup, I will only do it to look better um, and to improve for everybody else that's seeing it and not really to be happy because that's what I used to do and now I don't do that a lot anymore and that I feel like
1: yeah, it's like the same
2: thing, but different. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that's something that like, I feel like every single person struggles with that. I, yeah. I, yeah. Um, but hey,
1: you're getting better at it, yes ma'am.
0: <laughs> and it's like and it's like one of those things where it's like, there can be positive effects later, but, yeah. but really like the men- mental blockage there, like with me getting to that point where I'm like, okay, I'm only working out because I'm taking care of myself. It's so difficult
1: for me, like I can't accept that. <laughs> Can I ask you how you were able to yeah. figure that out? Like how you were able to go from, instead of only doing it so that other people thought that you looked good, like how you were doing it, like, so that you would feel good?
2: Um, yeah, when I actually did start to do my everyday makeup, I found that listening to music and just hyping myself up, basically, that made me feel super, super good and like, wow, I look really great today. And then I would take it off like 30 minutes later and hype myself up again because I knew I needed to tell myself that I looked beautiful all the time, not just with makeup. Yeah, that's mm. good. That's Actually, good. I think yeah. this verse would be good to read.
0: So, and I put a question mark, like I almost wasn't going to read this. Okay, <laughs> so it says, it's Isaiah 64, 8. It says, and yet, O Lord, you are our father. We are the clay and you are the potter. We all are formed by your hand, which I think especially with dance is hard to accept
2: mm-hmm.
0: right because we all look in the mirror I know we talk about we this talk about we it? look in the mirror and we look at all of our flaws when you're when you're dancing next to other people and we look at we compare ourselves our and sizes and tights and, and, and our, our leotard <laughs> everything yeah. like I our, like I literally today I was I was like oh my gosh my hips are so wide like I literally said that to you and, and and I've heard you say this like similar things and I'm like I don't know what it is it's so hard to accept but whenever we can read this verse and remind ourselves okay God purposely made my hips the way they are he did right like there's some reason for it and I need to accept that so I have to just remind myself that a lot so reading verses in scripture that um are just reminding me that God did not mess up whenever he made any of us, so.
1: And that's how you get true self-care. Yeah. With
0: physical, with, mental, spiritually, like everything. Right, and understanding that like, okay, I'm doing this for the right, I gotta be doing this for the right reasons because, yeah.
3: I think especially in a sport like dance, it's really hard to not want to compare yourself to other people, yeah. because you are looking at yourself in a mirror the whole time. The whole time, t- like,
0: literally, we were talking yeah. about this, we were yeah. like, you're literally staring in the mirror for the however time. long you're there. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you're just like...
1: In tight oh, clothes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So
3: yeah. it's really hard to not want to look at someone and be like, oh, I wish I looked like that. Exactly. I wish I, wish I had her point. I wish I had her kick you're gonna think those things Mm -hmm. and it's hard it's really hard to stop comparing yourself to other people
0: right and so for me it's just trying to remind myself through scripture that's what i do
1: i think that you have to self-care spiritually to get the self-care mentally to fix the self-care physically like i think it's a line all the way down you have to start with god and then it goes through yeah
0: it's like you have to have all you can't i mean you could be better at one than the other but i feel like God has to literally be the very top, otherwise it doesn't. It's not gonna work. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, let me see. I have another one that went along with this. Oh, see another another scripture that literally is saying, guys, stop. Like <laughs> you were made the right way. It's Ephesians two ten. For we are God's masterpiece. Literally, we are masterpieces, guys. Like, it's just hard to remember, you know? Um, He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. So whenever I read this, I was thinking, this actually goes along with what we were talking about with like self-care for the right reasons, because he's saying here, or it's saying here that we do, he made us a masterpiece. He made us the way that we are so we could do the good things that he planned for us to do. So like
1: his calling, what he wants us to do, Um, yeah. And we have to rest in him so that we can get that. Right.
4: Um, Something about that Emma Grace said, in a sport like dance, when we're constantly looking at each other in the mirror, like she said, you wish you had someone's kick, you have to know you have your own strengths in dance. Like someone could have a beautiful kick and then someone else could have a beautiful turn. We all have our own strengths, and it's important that we both look at our negative traits and trying to make them better but we can't focus on those we have to focus on the positive traits and make sure that we're just <laughs> tell ourselves that we are a masterpiece yes
3: you also have to remember that while you're looking at yourself being like oh I hate what I see right now they're everyone else in the room every is person the exact same thing whenever you do a turn they're thinking oh I want to look like that but whenever they do a turn you think I want to look like that mm-hmm. it's just a cycle and you really have to get out of that head space because it's it's really, really hard.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that also, not even just with dance, that's the just in everyday life. Walking down the street and someone has a better outfit than me and I'm like, wow, I need a better fashion sense. Right. Or anything, honestly, if I'm at the gym or if I'm just in school and like somebody gets a better grade, I'm not in school anymore, I don't know why I said that reference, but still, it works. <laughs> um, but I think that it's just in everyday life getting that head space like Emma Grace said. Yeah, for sure. The way you get that headspace, I think, is really just going back to what I said earlier, starting with spiritually, getting the self-care there, going mentally, and mm-hmm. using the spiritual thing that you had with God, and using that to go physically, and it's literally aligned, spiritually, mentally, physically. It goes straight down. Oh, I, I,
0: was it, it might have been you told me this, somebody told me that one thing they do on their mirrors in their houses is they, like, put
2: oh, yeah, Bible I do verses
0: that. up, I, and oh, my, my stepsister Kate did the same thing, like... About like oh you're a masterpiece right because mm-hmm. let's face it the mirror is the where where I think a yeah. lot of the problems are caused so I have that um, on my fridge <laughs> because I'm I'm thinking how do you get to that place spiritually right like how do you get to that right right headspace spiritually I think it's different for everybody but I think the mm-hmm. the main thing that you can do is constantly remind yourself and surround yourself only with people who are positive like non toxic. Like, you don't want to surround yourself with toxic people because then you can't be in the right Mm headspace. But even if you can't avoid toxic people, remember God's word, right? Like, we have to remind ourselves of God's word. I think that's at least one of the steps to get to the places mentally. Yeah.
3: Something that's really helped me is finding the right friends. And everyone here, we're all constantly hyping each other up during everything. It doesn't matter what we're doing. It could look terrible. We're all still like, yes, you got it. You can do it. Because, I mean, to just hear someone say something negative to you, it can only hurt you. It really can. Unless they're trying to help you and be informative, like our coaches, which is their job. They're meant to tell us what we need to fix. Um, but just going up to someone and be like, hey, that's, that didn't look that great. It's not going to help them anyway. It's just going to make them feel worse about themselves. So you just kind of have to remember that the words you say do matter. They mm-hmm. really do. And surrounding yourself with the right people especially at the right time, can really help your mental health.
4: Mm-hmm. I feel like this studio has really built a great environment. It's kind of like this unspoken thing. Every time someone say negative, like my turn was horrible, someone will say, oh, I thought your kick was great. We'll just hype each other up to kind of block out the negative thoughts in our head. And no one like talks about it, but when we're in the studio, that's kind of what's going through our head. Like they're not feeling right today. We're gonna hype them up and make them feel better. Like the other day in hip-hop, one of my friends was struggling with getting her head spring, and she finally landed it, and we were all screaming and <laughs> chanting her on. I feel like that makes the best impact on people when you b- try to help them block out their negative thoughts.
1: Being their coach, and I know that you've seen this too, I'll see them when before I'm even supposed to be starting class and I walk in the room. They're all looking in the mirror. They're all just talking and laughing. And if somebody says one thing that they're like, oh, look at how my foot looks, that's just so weird. And then somebody else will be like, whatever your hair is so pretty and they just instantly do it and it's not even in just dance things they do things in dance too, doing that because it is a big mental toll but just with how they look in their appearance just with their outfit um, or just complimenting them randomly there's so many times where I walk in and it's silent and then somebody will just randomly say a compliment out of nowhere um, so if you're a coach or if you're a parent or anything like that everything that they're doing teach that to your students teach that to your kids because that is it helps me have a better headspace and I'm not even getting the compliments from it.
0: Yeah, I will say too, part of self-care is surrounding yourself with the right people, um, being involved with the right kind of organizations and that kind of thing too, because, um, yeah. Because it's so easy to be like, oh yeah, so in order to to have good self-care and have it all the way down, I have to be good spiritually, but it's sort of like, how does one achieve
1: that you know Um, so I think that you have to have like a good faith based group mm -hmm. of people with you to go through it for sure especially if they're going through difficult times too and they're going through how do I self-care with this but you're going through a different self-care struggle they can help you with that because they're already spiritually grounded and they can give you the right advice for it
0: Mm
3: -hmm. I think naturally you pick up things from the friends you have around you and you're gonna want to do that with whoever you're around And being around a good group of people, you're gonna want to pick up those things for the right reasons. Because whenever you're around a group of people who gossip constantly, I don't know, um, have terrible language, it's just all of these cycles, you're going to pick that up eventually for the wrong reasons. So having a group of people around you that are so positive, it's gonna wanna make you be more positive about yourself. It's gonna make you feel better Instantly just because you're hearing all these positive things about yourself. I feel like
4: this group is really good (laughs) Sorry, I didn't interrupt you. No,
1: I was interrupting (laughs) Um,
4: (laughs) I Feel like in this group. I think I have finally found like my people I can be around I've struggled my entire life (laughs) with people Pushing me down because I'm a diabetic or saying that I'm not strong enough to do this or do that I feel like here. I'm finally figuring out that I can do this. I can do that and that I am strong enough to do it on my own. But it's also okay to be weak and rely on people, and it's okay to ask for help.
2: That was really good stuff, Addy. I
0: feel like that's a good good place to end for this topic. Um, So next week, our topic is going to be not relying on other people to make you happy.
1: So I'm going to pray us out. Um, If you're listening to this podcast and you're able to close your eyes, then go ahead and do that. Um, Or if you're watching it on Vimeo, Um, Go ahead and bow your head and close your eyes. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you for allowing us to have this podcast to um, reach other people of whatever age they are. Um, We thank you for the opportunity just to be in this studio in general, Jesus, and to have um, a community of people to um, reach out to and ask advice and go to when we have problems. um, And just be there for each other, for the ups and the downs, God, to encourage and support Jesus. Um, we thank you that you are um, in our lives every day, God, and that you're um, controlling everything and helping us with our emotions and just there on the throne constantly, God. We pray that you um, teach us how to have better self-care and help us just put everything aside and put you first, God, and in the center, not just first, Jesus. We love you. We praise you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Do-do-do-do-do. See you next week. one.